I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com, and season ticket renewals have gone out today, and uh, a lot of questions about how that's working, and we just wanted to touch bases with uh, the man who knows what's going on, and that's Jason Bietikofer, and we just wanted to, you know, figure out a few things, because once those start hitting your email, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of questions, but... Jason, please tell me you're on the 50-yard line in Husky Stadium soaking up the sun in the 70-degree weather we've got today. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I hear the weather, weather uh, outside is amazing, so um, exciting to, to really uh, start to feel spring in, in Seattle. So, it, What's funny is we always know that football's coming is when we go to football practice and we see the pressure washers out there on the seats, and we saw them out here this past week you know, out there cleaning up all the seats. But, you know, talk us a little bit about, you know, the decision to go ahead and send out those renewals. Why now? And maybe just, you know, uh, kind of give us an overview on the renewal process and what people can expect. Yeah, you know, um, we're really excited to to roll out the renewal process. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, we have a lot of great momentum with the program right now with spring ball up and running. Obviously, from a community uh, setting, you know, there's increased momentum around, um, you know, our ability to, to feel normalized here in the fall. So we're going with this process chest out, renewing, uh, you know, a stadium, a full stadium, uh, you know, all of our renewals for this fall. And, uh, you know, again, we're really excited about getting people back into Husky Stadium where they belong. You know, um, you know, as it relates to everything else going on right now and kind of the road ahead, you know, we are currently welcoming fans at 10 of the 15 spring practices and then the spring game on May 1st. Um, so people are already out there kind of getting a taste of being back in the stadium and, you know, really um, being able to uh, experience and engage with Husky football. So that's exciting. You know, there's 18 starters that are on uh, back on the field and we'll be back this fall. So again, just a lot of momentum around the program. And, you know, we know at some point in time here, um, you know, that we, that we needed to go out with renewals, all of our PAC 12 uh, counterparts are have either went out or are in the process of going out with renewals for hundred percent capacity. So, you know, it's it's definitely the mode of, of let's get back to normal. Let's get people back into Husky Stadium where they belong. And, um, you know, obviously we're going to continue to adhere to direction from state and local um, and campus officials on, on crowd sizes and things of that nature as, a, as we approach the fall. But I think there's just a lot of optimism. Um, in the community. And, you know, we had a number of fans again out at that spring practice last Saturday, which was, was fun to see. And, and it's a, it's a taste for uh, taste for the fall, you know, it's, it's uh, let's get people back in, in the stadium. Um, you know, let's get people excited about uh, the next few months here. You've got a lot of people who had deposits that still have money on their accounts uh, from last year when they weren't able to attend games. Uh, talk us a little bit through that and how that process works. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we had individuals through um, last fall's process uh, credit to the 2021 football season. We had a, a large number of accounts that chose that option. So really the renewal process uh, here in April for them is uh, more of the, us just giving them acknowledgement or a confirmation that they are uh, good to go for this fall. Um, you know, the fans that that donated uh, their ticket money back to Husky, the Huskies All In campaign, uh, could not be more thankful for their for that support. And those individuals um, will receive a renewal um, 
you know, for, uh, you know, renewal for the fall uh, with a payment that is due uh, May 14th. So, um, you know, again, a lot, lot of uh, moving parts there and um, a different renewal process for a number of people than we've normally went through. Um, one from the standpoint that I just mentioned, but also from the standpoint that we're, uh, you know, going out with the, this email um, here in April, which the timing's a little bit different. Um, and, uh, but yeah, just, uh, just adapting to the new normal and making sure that we can get everybody taken care of for the fall. With the May 14th deadline, what if people are like me and on May 15th or 16th, and they go, oh, crap, I forgot to renew my tickets. What happens? Well, you know, I think the great thing about our setup, you know, one, we, we all, um, you know, we always work with people on a one-on-one basis. Obviously, the, the May 14th deadline is, a, is one that we hope people uh, put their eye on. Um, we do have um, a great setup here internally. Um, from a ticket operations standpoint, we have a ticket operations group as well as um, a sales and retention group that are going to be focused on, uh, you know, reaching out to accounts um, individually. Um, people have account managers uh, that work directly with them. So those individuals are going to be making calls. I think they have made a lot of calls, you know, preemptively to let people know that of the upcoming timeline and that this process is beginning and they're going to continue to work through the, the remainder of those calls, um, you know, as we approach that May 14th deadline, just to, um, you know, to engage one-on-one and, and remind people of May 14th, as well as um, to your earlier point, ask any questions, um, you know, and, and just kind of, if they need guidance or individual one-on-one engagement related to, to moving through that process, uh, that's what we're here for. And, and, you know, we will always want to put our best foot forward from a customer service standpoint. And um, with the, you know, the, this renewal process, it's, it's no different. What if I've got seats in the second level, 35 rows up on the 20 yard line, and I want to kind of go to club Husky or touchdown terrace or the party deck or the Don James center. What, what do you think is available right now? I mean, is it optimistic for people who want to upgrade to those a uh, little bit more um, reserve seats? Yeah. Well, you know, all of, all of the seats uh, from 2020, you know, the, the seats that were held from 2020 were held for 2021. So as we go through this renewal process, you know, we'll um, identify what seats become available um, and avail, you know, what, what the availability is. So our plan is in the summer, this summer, sometime in June or July, we'll share more information down the road. But if you request an upgrade um, in the seat process, then our ticket operations staff uh, will look through that at that time. Um, you know, I think if people are looking to upgrade from their general seating to a premium option, whether that's the Don James Club um, or whether that is, um, you know, suites or, or whatever that is, club seats, whatever it is, um, you know, I think reaching out and, you know, reaching out in advance and um, to the Thai club or um, to your ticket um, sales representative is a, is a great move. And, you know, there's, um, you know, certain opportunity, limited opportunities, but certain opportunities that could become available. And um, again, I think just making that formal request and then, you know, if you want to take it one step further and engage with your, um, you know, your customer service representative on any of those enhanced premium opportunities, we would encourage that uh, to take place. I think the big question a lot of people have, there's just so many uncertainties with, uh, with COVID. We don't know what the capacity is going to be. We hope that it's going to be 100% capacity, but what happens to my tickets, you know, just regular tickets or those premium seats if, you know, the state cracks down and uh, has limited capacity for, this, for, uh, 
for the football season? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we're, we're hopeful and optimistic of having full capacity this fall. Um, and that's why we're moving forward with the renewal process the way we are, um, you know, sending people uh, their exact seat locations from the past. You know, if, um, you know, in the unfortunate events, um, you know, that, that there's a change or that we need to reduce capacity or something, um, you know, again, our, the season ticket renewal process represents a commit, our commitment to full capacity game day experience. But if that's limited down the road, um, you know, people will have options, um, you know, including crediting to next year or things of that nature that would be presented to them at that time. But again, you know, let's, you know, we're, we're moving full speed ahead with optimism and, and hope. And, um, you know, it's uh, Husky, Husky Stadium this fall is, is uh, you know, we're hoping that, that, uh, that it's electric and, and that uh, we do not have um, additional limitations. Once the season gets started and we're able to, you know, at least get some fans in the game, any changes on transportation methods like the light rail, the buses, uh, will people be allowed to come in on boats or is it just too early to tell on a lot of that stuff? You know, at this time, we are planning to, again, operate um, express buses to and from, um, you know, home games uh, from key par- from key metro park and ride locations. Um, you know, we're obviously going to continue to follow all health guidelines to ensure a safe environment for all fans. But, um, yeah, the, you know, right now we're still working through a lot of those details and uh, more details on public transportation options. Um, you know, will be shared later in the summer. And we know that that's the main mode of, of transportation for many that, that, that attend games. So, um, you know, we just, we need to crystallize, um, you know, those plans a little bit further as the, as the upcoming months uh, transpire, you know, I think as it relates to, you know, you mentioned a couple other game day elements as sale uh, elements, uh, sail gating, tailgating, um, you know, at this time, you know, we're planning to host tailgating, um, you know, again, however, we're going to continue to follow all health guidelines to ensure a safe environment for, for the fans that we have in attendance. So, you know, again, um, optimism and hope around uh, normalcy. And um, if we have to, if we have to recalibrate, um, you know, as the, as the summer unfolds, we'll make sure that our level of communication is, is extremely high and thorough and um, we'll keep people updated. But, um, you know, this, uh, this, this process, um, you know, to your earlier point has, um, you know, the fall has some uncertainties about it, but uh, moving full speed ahead with our planning is, is the space we're in and um, love that, love that we're launching renewals today and have give people the opportunity to commit to, to being in Husky stadium this fall. Party starts out in the parking lot out, you know, when people are tailgating, but everybody always wants to know that, uh, will I be able to get beer in my seat at Husky stadium? And it just seems like it's kind of been a process, you know, going through the state and going through upper campus to, you know, uh, prove that you're responsible enough to, you know, have a little bit more alcohol in the stadium and, you know, have a beer at your seat. Any changes on that that have come up, anything planned in the future to be addressed on that? You know, we're continuing to analyze, um, you know, the road ahead as it relates to the fan experience at Husky Stadium. Um, you're exactly right. You know, um, you know, the, the party starts in the parking lot. And um, but, yeah, we're, we're always you know, we're, we're continually analyzing the fan experience and looking at ways to, to augment it, but no specific updates to provide at this point. And just real quick, I think, you know, there's a perception out there that you guys can just decide to open that up. It's not, you guys can't decide just to put beer taps at every concession stand and beer <laughs> vendors in the seats. It, do, it doesn't work like that. 
There would be, um, you know, if, you know, heading that direction, there's um, processes and protocols that are tethered both to, um, you know, the state uh, as well as um, to campus. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not a, not like I can back up a, uh, a truck and, and unload kegs and make it happen. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot more to it than that, to your point. So, um, yeah, yep. That's kind of, that's, that's an accurate, accurate statement. Kim. It's always kind of funny that, you know, the week before and sometimes a couple weeks before, um, you know, the season, we have to pretty much go through the loading dock to get where we need to for our press conferences at the stadium and stuff. And it's always cracks us up when we walk by and we just see pallets and pallets and pallets of beer and kegs of beer. And, you know, the season is starting, you see all that kind of stuff. So, um, but like I said, you know, I think the perception out there is that you guys have control of that and you can just turn on the taps and yeah, it's, if it was only that simple, but uh, <laughs> uh, how about for those who don't have season tickets, is this a good time to uh, invest in season tickets? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, calling the Husky ticket office is it's a it's a great time. You know, we um, have people that have made deposits already and we're working with those individuals on an on a one on one basis related to availability. So, yeah, it's the no time is a bad time to, to get on that list or to engage with a ticket office, uh, ticket operations representative to let them know of your interest. And obviously, you know, the earlier that you do so, um, you know, the better the seat selection will be. So um, definitely encourage people to to reach out and express that interest. And um, again, we have a great ticket operations uh, and sales team that is, um, you know, really engaged one-on-one through that, those processes. And um, they're more than willing to help you out and look at options and, you know, and, and uh, get you squared away. So, Jason, if, if I'm your brother and I've got season tickets and I got the renewal process coming and I give you a call and go, Jason, give me the cheat code to make this as easy as possible. What would you tell me? I think, you know, our, our staff has done an amazing job of, um, you know, uh, of the, creating basically um, very thorough communication that, that, uh, that is going out today related to the renewal process. The website online renewal process is very, um, you know, straightforward, sophisticated, and the website has a lot of information tethered to it. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, renewing online is, is great. Um, again, if you have any uh, questions or challenges with the process, um, you know, our, our staff, uh, both the TIE club staff, as well as our ticket operations and sales staff is poised and ready uh, to help, you know, along the way. Um, but yeah, I think the renewal, you know, the renewal process online is, is uh, super slick. And um, if you need additional help, don't, don't hesitate to ask. I always like to ask this. Anything I didn't ask, I should have asked. Anything else uh, season ticket holders or potential season ticket holders might need to know? You know, I, th- I just think it, it comes back to, you know, one of the original statements related to um, hope and optimism. And, and you know, I think um, Husky Stadium um, is, is where we belong. You know, getting back to the game day environment, um, one of which, uh, you know, with my start last April, um, I sat in an, empty, in an empty Husky Stadium this fall and didn't, you know, didn't have the pleasure um, of, uh, of experiencing, you know, the electricity of pregame and sale gating and just the unbelievable fans that we have, that I know we have here. Um, 
you know, at the University of Washington. And, um, you know, that was, it was, it was a rough year, you know, to, to sit in an empty stadium, um, you know, myself having the luxury of being there. And I know it was a rough year for our, for all of our diehard supporters that um, had to watch from home. And, um, you know, just the, the level of excitement and enthusiasm, both internally in our athletic department and I know externally with our, with our constituents is palpable. And the return is going to be unbelievable. It's going to be, you know, the return to Husky Stadium is going to be one that, that people remember uh, for years to come. And I encourage all current season ticket holders to, to jump on board and, and make sure they're a part of that. And, you know, we'll have single game ticket on sales coming, coming down the road. We have opportunities for new season tickets. So, um, you know, we get back to normalcy this fall. Uh, people are going to want to be a part of that. And, and to me, um, that electricity and that amped up uh, level of excitement of getting back to normalcy and again, getting back to Husky Stadium where we belong is going to be unparalleled. And uh, I can't wait for that myself. <laughs> so I got two more things for you. You obviously came here from Purdue the first time you walked out into Husky Stadium and you just kind of looked up and looked around. What do you think when you just saw that you know it's the the greatest college the greatest setting in college football and it it has every it, it, it meets every expectation in that regard you know it's interesting I spent eight years uh, or seven football seasons at Arizona State University back from 2000 to 2007 and back then in the Pac-12 in the Pac-10 excuse me the schedules were offset and it was so I think I had the the um opportunity to go to Pullman I think uh five times in seven years I think it was or four times in seven years and never had the opportunity during that time frame um to to be in Husky Stadium and it is the one stadium in the Pac-12 now that I have never set foot in so to set foot in it without fans was incredible Um, I did so on my visit Back in February, when I first uh, came out to explore the opportunity of joining this great athletic department, and I can only imagine, and I've heard from many people in, in the department and outside the department, they've explained it, but to, to be able to experience that for the first time this fall um, will be an extremely special moment for myself because I know how just how special this game day environment is. Also coming from Purdue. Give us a little insight for those traveling to Ann Arbor, Michigan, <laughs> what to expect heading back to Ann Arbor, because I know um, you've been it, there. You know, it, it's a, the big house is a great, it's a great environment. Ann Arbor is a great college town. Um, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it'll be a, a really cool experience for those that are planning to, to go. It's going to be a mark, an extremely marquee college football game early in the, in the 2021 season. And that, you know, it'll, it, I'm going to tell you, it'll be a great trip. It'll be a great trip. And, um, you know, I, I've made three different stops in the big 10 at Iowa, Minnesota, and Purdue. So, um, I've, I've experienced it firsthand and, um, it's, uh, it'll be, a, it'll be a great experience. It's not Husky stadium, but, but, uh, it's a great experience for those that haven't been there. I remember last time we were back there, they increased capacity by five or 6,000 and they were able to do that by putting the numbers on the seats closer together. So, the running joke was every time somebody sat in the middle, two would fall off the ends. So, so maybe, so maybe, so maybe the message there is eat a 
eat a small breakfast right before <laughs> yeah, you probably. go. Now, I got one more for you. You know, we always ask recruits and players, tell me your best Mike Hopkins story, but I'm not going to have you ask, tell us your best Mike Hopkins story. I want you to tell me your, because you work with Jen Cohen every day. Tell me your best Jen Cohen story. Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, um, <clears throat> I think, you know, and, and I, I knew Jen before I arrived, and I think maybe it's not even a story, but just the culture that she has created in the athletic department and her ability to lead on a daily basis through a very complex set of circumstances this year. I think, you know, my story would be maybe more the totality of the year that I've spent here. I mean, it's been, I know that it's been rough for everybody, you know, to, to work through a pandemic and everybody has different work situations and home, you know, personal situations, but the complexity of our ability to, to play, you know, football and uh, basketball and the other sports this year is, has been significant and just her ability to lead a department through these complexities and, you know, a financial crisis. And um, it's been, it's been remarkable. Um, So maybe instead of uh, sharing one specific story, which maybe steals your thunder a little bit, but just, uh, you know, it's been remarkable to be a part of it. And, and um, I think there's, you know, we can be uh, proud that she is leading this department and, and she does things the right way. You know, it's student athlete centric approach and um, is really engaged from an external standpoint. She's the, the perfect balance and for, a, for a, a power five athletic director. And, and we're blessed here to have her at, at Washington. I probably could tell you, a couple stories, but I'm not sure, uh, you know, she may, I'm trying to make sure I stay in good standing. <laughs> well, you haven't, you haven't experienced a uh, full Husky stadium yet, but uh, you also haven't experienced sideline Jen because uh, that's my favorite Jen Cohen. Cause let me tell you something, mama bear can get fired up on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're probably not going to be a good combination in that regard because I'll, I'll be honest, I have, I, I have the same reputation at, at my last uh, few stops, uh, you know, and, and uh, just the, uh, the, the, our intensity will probably feed each other as opposed to, to mitigate it, you know, to, to provide any level of mitigation. So um, I got a, I got a little sense of it this fall, you know, in, in, a, in a couple of those close tight situations when she was down there, I could sense the tension. I can only imagine, you know, you throw 71,000 fans on top of that. And that's what really, you know, gets me going too, is just the energy and the electricity of the stadium and, you know, you're on the field and you're right in the mix and, and I'm already pretty wired, you know, wired myself, you know, um, you throw all those circumstances on top of it and, and it gets, uh, it gets pretty, uh, it, it can be pretty animated. I know there's, uh, you know, I've definitely heard, heard, uh, heard, you know, sideline Jen described by a couple of our staff members. So it's funny you bring that up. Yeah, she's odds-on favorite in Vegas to be the first Pac-12 uh, athletic director ever to have a personal foul penalty called on her on the sidelines. <laughs> the first time I've heard that. But, uh, <laughs> she's the odds-on favorite. So yeah, knowing the person, yeah, knowing the personalities in the Pac-12, you may, you know, you may be right. I don't know. <laughs> Jason, thanks for jumping on with us, and again, expect those season ticket renewals to come in your email shortly, and uh, opportunities to upgrade there as well. Again, Jason, thanks for jumping on with us. Thank you for your time.